remains tense. This after the Municipal Demarcation Board's handover to the new Municipal Outer Boundary Determinations and Redeterminations to the Independent Electoral Commission in preparation for the 2016 local government elections. Uh, This morning, school property was damaged as a result of the ongoing protests in the area. Spokesperson for six traditional leaders, Chief uh, Lubwane Matsila, says that there will be filing court papers to interdict the demarcation board before the end of the week. And uh, to speak a little bit more about this, uh, we are on the line to uh, Chief uh, Peteni Matsila. A very good uh, afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. Uh, good afternoon, Tabiso, and the listeners of SAFM. Mm. So tell us a little bit more about uh, the court action you're hoping to embark on. The court action arises from dissatisfaction with um, the decision that the Demarcation Board took uh, to include our communities within the new municipality despite our substantive objections. Mm. Um, point of uh, frustration came in when the chairperson of the demarcation board went onto the radio and announced the decision and, 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 and explained in a very provocative way that we are just emotional and we'll uh, soon uh, you know, deal with our own emotions. We thought that that was very arrogant coming from a, a, a public office bearer of a caliber. Uh, having said that, uh, we decided that the most appropriate route because the decision has been made. The first uh, uh, issue is that we are going to ask the court to review the decision and, and set it aside. And we are also going to, at the same time, apply that the IEC is interdicted from uh, implementing that decision. We think that we are within our rights to, uh, to go to, to the court of law to, to uh, ask for relief. Now, your meeting with the minister yesterday, did that in any way help resolve the situation? No, no, it didn't, uh, uh, you know, achieve the out- outcome we thought it would achieve um, because it, it looks like uh, the minister, uh, as he explains, is not able to overturn the decision of the demarcation board which we understand, and it prefers continuous engagement, which we don't have problems with, but uh, we, we think that we need a, a more firm decision on our matter, and that decision can only come from the court of law. Hmm. Chief Matsila, can you perhaps uh, tell us in a little bit more detail, because there have been you know, so many reasons given for why there have been such violent protests, and some of them even bring it down to tribalism, but in terms of the consensus amongst the, the locals, your, your subjects and uh, those within your area, what do you believe is the burning issue? The burning issue is that uh, our, our people are saying that they didn't request a municipality and that they would like to continue to receive services within the municipality that they currently belong. Now, the, at, at the core of that uh, protest is continuity in terms of service delivery and also looking at the new municipality in terms of size and potential capacity. There is no hope that uh, um, you know will get better services will bet so the issue is that we'll rather stay in the same municipality and fight for better services than um, believe in the creation of a municipality uh, 
in the hope of uh, of improvement of service delivery when it's apparent if you look at the size and where is it going to get the revenue base and, and, and many aspects of it. Uh, even in terms of social cohesion, in terms of how we live with each other, it, it begins to defeat the purpose. But we are saying we didn't request that municipality. There could be other people that did, uh, uh, you know, ask for a municipality and we don't, you know, we are not objecting that they must get a municipality. Okay. Allow me to just then take you back to the issue of uh, social cohesion. You say it would defeat the purpose. Please explain a little bit more what you mean by that. No, all of us within uh, the Mercado municipality, for instance, uh, live with each other uh, harmoniously. Uh, once you start to make us belong to two different centers of, of governance as in the municipality, you begin to even affect our award arrangements and how we actually mobilize one another towards social creation programs that we have uh, as people. Because then you start to say, but you know, you are in Mercado, uh, you are in a new municipality and those kinds of things. We think that is a nuisance uh, that we, we don't want and we are not ready for. Mm. So you, you believe that it would create further divisions? Yes, it will, it will certainly create the effect that is divisions and, and frustrate the existing social uh, and cultural mm. arrangements that are, that are in place. Chief Mazzilla, allow me to ask you this, and, and with due respect, one would say the MDB would probably feel a, a bit perplexed given the fact that at first you were fighting for your own municipality now that you've been given one, you say, no, we'd rather go back to our original municipality. No, what I'm saying is that we didn't ask for a municipality. We didn't. Mm. Yes, our communities in Vuan and other areas never asked for a municipality. And you see, we, 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 we have never made that request. Mm-hmm. So that's why we are the ones who are perplexed in this situation. See, where is this now coming from? We stand. That but we didn't ask for any municipality. So beyond court action, what, what else do you see as a possible solution? The possible solution would be to create a municipality for those that requested it and leave us where we, we are. And then, you know, the whole area will be covered. Mm. I, I understand that, but I'm saying you're pursuing court action. Should that fail, what other options do you think uh, you have? Do you think you can resort to trying to talk again? Uh, well, I mean, what would be the point of talking when the decision has been made? There will be no point in talking when the decision is made. It's only the only problem that there's going to be sour relations between communities and those that are in power. What are you saying to the communities about the the resultant violence? No, we 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 have been uh, from the onset not uh, um, not convinced that a shutdown would be an appropriate approach as traditional leaders. But you you have people who are leading civic structures who have got their own rights to protest and so forth. So they they made a, a presentation to us to say they want to go and protest. We said you can do that on, on condition that there's go, not going to be violence, crime, and destruction of people, uh, people's property. The results were, were different from what we, we had asked for. So we went back to them to say, look, this is now a, a situation that has gone out of hand. What happened? A lot of stories emerged how they were attacked by police, then they got angry, then they they, they were all over and so forth. But we, we we managed to relatively calm the situation and to say, okay, please, uh, if you're protesting, please do it peacefully.
without uh, causing havoc in, in, the, in the communities. Thank you very much for speaking to us, taking the time to speak to us, Chief Nkipiteni Matsila. And uh, we speak a little bit more about the issue with the police spokesperson, Warrant Officer Elijah Malaji. A very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. Um, you heard what Chief Matsila was saying is, according to the people, the source of the violence, that they feel that they were provoked by police. How do you respond to that? Oh, thanks uh, very much to the listeners. As police, we've been mandated by the constitution of this country to make sure that we protect and serve the community in South Africa. We, 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 as a police, we can uh, uh, provoke anyone. Uh, the, the problem in this area through this protest is that immediately when we pass where they are, some of them, they just throw stones at us some of them, they, 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 they rather uh, uh, put something on the road so that the, the, the police vehicle cannot pass. Then I say police, and uh, we ought to come with the means to make sure that where we are moving must be uh, open by displacing them. Now, with regards to the violence that's being reported, there have been suggestions that uh, it normally it usually gets quite volatile at night. Isn't is this indeed the pattern? And and where's your intelligence? Why why is this trend being allowed to grow? Yeah, our intelligence are deployed on the ground. They are also working at twenty four hours. The problem emanated in this side is that as from 19 hours up to maybe 4 to 5 early in the morning, you find that there is a group that are hidden somewhere else. When we are doing our patrol of visibility around, when we immediately pass, those people will go around smashing some uh, shops, looting, doing a very different things uh, from there. Then our intelligence really are there working giving us an information, but the way this community are behaving, sometimes you can't understand. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Uh, that is Warrant Officer Elijah Malaji. He's the police spokesperson there just speaking about.